Uh, yeah, hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, is this uh, Mr. Jefferson? Yeah, this is Mr. Jefferson. Okay, um, so I, I was just talking to my uh, my team, and they, they're saying you're feeling a little apprehensive about the uh, about the deal. Let's uh, talk, talk talk to me, man. What's the... I thought we had a good thing going on here. I spoke to Amy and she just hasn't really reassured me on any of the investments that I told her I was interested in making. And to be honest, uh, sir, I, I found your ad at the back of, uh, you know, it was a it was a Hustler magazine. I don't really know who I'm talking to. Oh, we don't know who you're talking to. Well, we're talking to the very best here. We know that. We already established that when we were talking over dinner the other day. Come on. But it's about the deal. We, we thought we had something going on. What's Why, why are you trying to back out on me well, now? What is it exactly that you're trying to sell me again? Well, we made it very clear the planet Mars, although somewhat uninhabitable, uninhabitable now, I do admit, I think it's a great investment for the future. You got all these guys, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they all want in on it. I don't see why you are now backing out. You were so sure the other night. I just, you're killing me, man. I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Hey, and welcome back to Audio Pong. We got a great guest here today, Cyrus Mother Effin Johnson. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Oh, that can't be true. Well, it's pretty close to true. Well, we'll, we'll make it an effort not to say too many nice things to you, though. Well, thank you. My head's already starting to hurt. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to cause any trouble. <laughs> well, we have Cyrus here today. He's going to tell us about, well, he's going to tell us about him, but I'm really interested to know more about his music career. Yeah, and absolutely. the music that he makes, and of course we're artists, so we love having another artist in the studio. It's a very dangerous thing. Well, we could, it, we could be here all night just talking about stuff. That's a really good thing, though. That's, that's, a, that's a good here. thing. We want if we hey, if we I, get I, more than what we usually play out, then we hey that's we got the extra, ocean right? That we, we swim get, in. We got yeah, I got tomorrow off, so I don't know what you guys are doing. Perfect. That yeah. works out perfectly yeah. for me, and I got more sangrias, so uh oh, we can really extend the <laughs> and the downhill slide this, begins. This, by the way, is the first time I've ever drank on the show. I'll have you know. I, oh, it's true. Yeah, so it's I'm, I'm absolutely honored. Yeah, clink. Yeah, and and and, and Zach and Zach. There we thanks. Go. Thanks for including me. <laughs> Zach is the voice of reason and responsibility. No, I no, I just can't drink because of my stomach. And that's whatever. I love alcohol, right? I love the taste. Um, but I just you know, acid reflux. Nanio Shimaska, what are you gonna do? Well wait, what? Nanio Shimaska. Nanio Shimaska? Yeah, it means what are you oh, gonna do? I said do? it right the first time. Yeah. Oh, well, well Nanio Shimaska. Yeah, now you know Japanese. All I, of it. That's all of it. <laughs> I had some sashimi for breakfast this morning. Oh, really? Where yeah. from? Uh, H-Mart. Oh, H-Mart yeah. Right we, over by uh, we did Golden that. Rizal. We We pre-showed with that before. Uh, nice. Yeah, we... Because uh, they got like... Oh, the you can get like a pound right of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like just a bunch. And we got yeah. the salmon. Do it. Did you get the salmon or tuna? I got the half pound mixed. Oh, okay. Uh, it was... Normally, they've got the kind of prepared food out a little earlier, but mm. they didn't today. And so, my options were kind of sashimi or um, a whole fish. You know, I haven't been to sushi since the pandemic. I know that's kind of a long time now that I think really? about it. Other than, well, I mean, to like a, a yeah, good sushi restaurant, yeah, other I mean, than like doing homemade sushi. So I don't know if my favorite places are even still open because I don't know how these small businesses, a lot of them closed. Yeah, a lot of them took some hard, hard Yeah, hits. for they sure. Took, yeah, they took hits, man. But let's start off, actually, let's start off talking about, um, well, let's talk about, let's do like David Copperfield. Like, what was your childhood like? What was my childhood like? My, Is it pleasant to talk about? <clears throat> I mean, overall, I, I think pleasant, uh, 
brutal trauma notwithstanding obviously is very much in your own head so i think my childhood was fairly pleasant you have fond memories of it um yes but not fond enough to go back well, that's oh, yeah, I feel like I want to go back. You know, I, I, I've, I feel like I've, I probably, I, well, I shouldn't put it this way. I've, I, I've known and known people who like their fondest memories are from like high school. And I'm like, man, how vapid is your life? <laughs> I, I just wish I could take my social skills that I have now and yeah. bring them to a younger self because I'm yeah. still pretty inadequate with my social skills, but younger me, oh my gosh, I'm surprised he had a friend. So basically you want to go. You want to be adult Zach, but you want to hit on middle schoolers? No, I w- no, 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 no. I'm not talking about just like girls. I'm just talking about friends. Oh, and like being able to communicate with people. <laughs> you say preschoolers? I just want to go back to middle school as a 29 year old. But I don't want to be a teacher. It's just the alcohol talking folks. Don't listen to him. <laughs> yeah, you, Zach gets drunk off of air. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, it's uh, the vibes, as the kids say, Ooh, you know? Oh, yeah. The vibes, as yeah. the kids say. Well, that is yeah. what you're trying to do, is what the kids say. You're trying He's, to He's gonna manifest it. <laughs> manifest destiny, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes what I wonder too is like, because uh, I've changed so much as a person in my life over time, right? It's like, would you want to go back and know, like, you know, we're adult friends. Would you want to go back and know that person that you're friends with now as a younger, as a younger them or as a younger? Oh, so you? like if we were around the same age as kids and if we could have like grown up together. Yeah, that kind like of if thing. we were like if we could both go back to No, I've thought 15. about that before, especially with like Eddie, um, one of like our friends of the show. He he is someone I wish I could have known as a younger person. I, but you see, but that's what I'm, I guess I'm kind of fishing with with Cyrus is I want to know what he was like as a teenager so I can have that imagination uh, to see <laughs> if I would. What was I like <sighs> Obviously, I was um, significantly less emotionally stable. All the normal stuff when you're mm, really? younger. Um, well, I don't, I don't mean like I wasn't a wreck, mm. but I I did not have the grasp on kind of just being a well-rounded person as I do now. I was much more. I mean, well, you, you don't have your morality still well in development, right? When you're, I I actually did have a fairly. Uh, solid grasp on that so That's right and wrong was something you had early on if there is one thing that i think made my childhood more difficult than it needed to be uh it would be that my parents from a very young age taught me uh think for yourself stand up you know for hmm. blah, blah, what you believe all so that leadership stuff. skills right out um, the bat no not your own skills, person but self-ownership skills i would say hmm. one of the first lessons my parents ever taught me it was you know it's a free country you, you can do whatever you want in life but you always have to accept the consequences of your actions so does that mean you weren't wild as a teenager i mean did you take any chances or do any bad things i mean not i was a pretty good kid overall mm-hmm. i i didn't if if anything out of rebellion i if, if there was a time in my life when i was like ooh, that was a sketchy time it would be like my early 20s probably um in high school really? Well, I went to a, a school. Well, with, what was so sketchy about your early twenties? Sketchy is the right word, but I didn't do anything. I was I was never a a hellion, if you God, will. He's making me feel so guilty. But <laughs> yeah, dude, you're a horrible person. <laughs> he's such a good guy. <laughs> I I did a lot of I'm jealous. I I was always into mischief. I would but say, more of a Cheshire cat way, not. Yeah, like I, a I, I wasn't malicious. Uh-huh. So I, I, right, I okay. was. I actually, uh, I spoke to my. I, okay, let's rewind. I went to a private school, 
from kindergarten through eighth grade. Oh, holy shit. Um, yes, a Waldorf school for any of you who know what that means. I it's, don't. Uh, I, similar I'm still to stupid. Montessori-ish. They're, they sort of go hand More in bigger hand. Words. That, that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, Montessori, um, pe- there are a lot of people who understand, who know about Montessori. Very few people know about Waldorf. I don't okay. know either. Um, it's, it's a f- educational philosophy kind of based on teaching more from the inside out and focusing on a child's strengths. So mm. is it like a is it a very like uh, agnostic type or like secular experience or is it a religious school? No, it's it is not religious. Uh, actually, that's one of the cool things about it. I think is that actually throughout what we would consider really uh, elementary school, early middle school in the um, public school setting, you spend a year learning about pretty much every culture slash religion. So nice. Like all of I think. I think starting in third grade, public schools. That's yeah. basically all of third grade. You cover Christianity, and not not Christianity from a "this is the Bible, read the Bible," but kind of the Christian uh, creation story, uh, various stories from the Bible. But again, it's not "this is the Bible." It's just told in a very uh, story sort of right. The mythology sense. of or yeah. the, the and then lore, uh, what's will. fourth grade? Oh shit! And that was all before fourth grade. No, that's third grade. Third grade is Christianity. Fourth grade is uh, Norse. Oh. And, uh, and would that be like part of history or did they have? Yeah, yeah. You'd consider that kind of your history. Thing. Okay, you also so you obviously had, had reading well, and writing you, and math. You'd be a pretty strong moral core, I would say. So are you a religious person yourself or I'm how do you look at the, how do you see the universe? Because that oh, interests us a lot. I, um, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to circle back on that Okay, um, okay. because that is a can of fish. Can of fish, can of worms. You're fucking up your slang. Hey, you got to talk you about can it. Get <laughs> can of fish. You can get salmon in a can. So. You can. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a can Zach of fish. Wiegand, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always sardines. He's going to take but, your slang but, and your sayings and shit all over that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made it work, but that's fine. Uh, okay. okay. All right. So, uh, at any rate, um, part of that experience is that you have one teacher from first through eighth grade. So oh, you're a homeroom man. teacher, kind of. That's like having your own horse. That's how it should be, man. It's uh, Well, it's great if you get along with the teacher. It's not so great if you don't get along with Did the teacher. Did you get along with your teacher? Not at the time. So it became um, it became a good relationship well, eventually? I, I, I mean, you were there we, for eight years. Yeah, like we... Okay, That's a all long this time to, say, to have the same teacher. That's amazing to me. That's what I needed to tell you is that okay. I have the same teacher. Probably three years ago, she actually came to the show with... A, a class, her and another teacher, who both of whom educated me uh, throughout my younger oh, years, trip brought one of been. their classes to the show, uh, and I was talking to them afterwards, and one of the things she dropped, just in conversation, was, yeah, you are a very difficult child to teach sometimes. I would like to know, see, when teachers say that, like when they judge children that way, I want to know... How is that a fail? Is that a failure? You think from like the teacher's point of view, like I, it's a child, it's it's a mini person, and you're a person of the world. You're a teacher. You should know a lot of things and how to deal with a lot of different types of people. I mean, did you ever feel like what do you think now? Because you only have one teacher. That's interesting to me because I can look back and think of so many different mm-hmm. teachers, right? And they all had different personalities. But for someone like you, you dealt with the same personality all the time. Yeah. So she didn't change, or did she? She didn't change too much, but it, it's obviously very different dealing with a first grader and an eighth grader. Those are two completely yeah, different human point. beings. Sure. Um, <laughs> so maybe she was just better with eighth graders and, than she was first graders. Oh no, I, I was much better early on. Oh really? Um, uh. So it was, I was just 
I mean, looking back, like she did nothing wrong. It was entire. I, I was a very difficult child to deal with. Why like when she said that, I completely understood that because I I do not have the ability to do things that I don't think matter. Not that I don't have the ability, but oh, well, I just I, mean, I just don't. If we could live life that way, um, it'd be fantastic, right? <laughs> it not is. Deal with but, bullshit. but if I see something that's like this, I have to do this in order to live mm. life. It matters, and therefore I can do it. I see. So um, it's a step. It's a for, as long as it's yeah. a forward step. But in terms of just schoolwork, there was a lot of. Like stuff like math, I just never. So I wonder then, because like from to give an example, like my experience in school, the 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 main theme of my experience in school with my teachers was that they all praised me for being smart, but I never did homework. For me, it was like I already had the job mentality in school. Mm-hmm. Like school, you do at school. Like yeah. outside of school, I'm done with you, right? Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm there. Uh, against my own will, right? Even yes. if I enjoy parts of it, I'm, I didn't choose to be there. That's mm-hmm. very much my high So do you guys... Ha- yeah, okay. So I'm um, not the only one then. Obviously, other people feel that yes, way. Yes, uh, absolutely. I, I very much... Um, when I was there, I was there. I was barely there. I was doing my own thing. I was always... Kind of like you said, parent-teacher conferences. Oh, Cyrus is so bright. He's so engaging. Pull all this stuff. But schoolwork for me was just... Just eight like A's on tests, F's on homework. That's like, uh, some of the some always... of the tests. <laughs> there there aren't a lot of like standardized tests in for the private school. Those... In in that yeah, really. Which so you I, don't have the didn't you didn't do an ACT or SAT or anything? I did. Well, I, I did. That's for college, right? Um, so yeah. Did you go to but, college? Uh, yes, I did. Actually, I just graduated uh, three weeks ago. Oh, oh congratulations! Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I, I don't officially have the diploma in the mail yet, so I'll yeah, leave it when but, it's in my hands. But yeah. So you're a licensed male stripper now? <laughs> Female stripper. I identify as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got oh, one. Maybe, I forgot. Maybe, maybe I wasn't ready that. for that. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I have my associate's degree in general studies along with a certificate in welding. Um, oh, that's awesome. Well, that goes yeah. hand in hand with what you do. It does. Well, tell us about what. Cause so I showed, I showed off your Instagram to a family member recently. Cause they gave me the, the, I got the, I got wind that maybe they would look for like some kind of metal work or yeah. something. But I told the story of like we, long time ago, we were at a Halloween party, right? And we won't tell the whole Halloween party, but I really like the, uh, the Black Knight costume that you had. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's an excellent, like a perfect replica of the helmet, mm. but that was like one of the heaviest fucking helmets I've ever, you know, put on my, <laughs> on my dome, man. 15 gauge steel. Dude. Yeah. So For like the record, the helmet is still covered in jungle juice to this day. Oh, so, well, you shouldn't clean things when they have history. Yeah. Nope. That's exactly why <laughs> I haven't. It's not archaeology. You leave the bone dirty, man. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about welding. I know. That welding, so, okay, I'll say this before you say anything, is that it is what I would call a thankless job, right? Because it's a very, it's it's an artisan vocation. It can be. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's it's technical and it's imaginative and it's used in everything all around us. Yeah. But nobody, how many people know anything about it or are Absolutely really interested? No even, right. Even a lot of welders don't know anything about it. Right. Um, I've heard that too. And also it's, uh, that's kind of not fair because it's. It's kind of like music. I'm a musician, and to go up to a jazz musician, say, "Oh, what do you mean you don't know how to play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony?" Yeah. So they, do you they think that goes a- hand in hand, though? Like, I mean, as far as because you do the welding as 
So you have your own company or you work for a company? Explain uh, real quick. I, uh, I I have my own company, Side Hustle, okay. Steel of Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And I mostly, a, a big chunk of that comes from some contract work I do for a specific company. Uh, but it is all on contract. And then I, I also, you know, I do the Etsy scene. Uh, I kind of got into it because I like making replica armor, swords, blah, blah, blah all this stuff. And it was it, it, it was more of a utilitarian thing for me. I, there are guys I know who like welder welders who well nothing, utilitarian in what way? Like it's just practice. Well, it it was for me every like everything in my life. I I like completing the end product. I like creating stuff. Be that you like music, finished, yeah. Uh, you know, a show, you know, performance. A project, I would consider myself a maker, so to speak. Okay, so that makes me think of something else that I'll bring up. And maybe, Zach, you can relate to this as well. I call it the 75% rule. And it's like an art. It's an artist thing. It's something I see in myself all the time. And by the, it, here's what it means. You get to two-thirds or, say, 75% of something that you've worked a lot on, you mm-hmm. worked hard on. And you reach that point where you start to feel the doubt of what you're doing, right? Yeah. You oh, yeah. you 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 judge harshly your work or you're not yeah, impressed you're with like, it anymore. Oh, this is all garbage. You got to start It's garbage. Away. You're ready to start over and I have. Sometimes yeah. I've done that. I've trashed. It's stupid, but I've done that. So do you guys go through that yourselves? Do you ever experience that? Oh, all the time. All the time, especially in music. Uh, yeah, I do I totally when, when drawing too um because I'll be like especially at the beginning I'm like all these lines are wrong. There's not a single correct line on this page. And I'm using a pen. So it's like, this is, this is all wrong. And then I, but by the end of it, it's like, well, now I'm adding the shading. I'm adding the more, more detail and I start forming the lines that are wrong to make correct lines. You push through. Them. So when you ever notice, yeah. like if you push through, then you actually do finish something, right? Cause there's that old trope that, you know, no drawing is ever done or no right. one's ever yeah, happy. Right. But I find that I feel like if I could go back and explain that, like back in time, it's because mm. a lot of them got to seventy five percent. Even if they were Picasso, they never pushed back. They never pushed to like finish the artwork. If that makes sense, because I feel right, very I feel satisfied. Like there, 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 well, there's a point where you're you're done, right? There's a done point, but that doesn't mean that it can't be improved on or bettered. I, yeah, that's yes. true. But I I think there there is a point at which you say this can no longer be hidden from people and that in terms of music oh you mean it has to be so which if, point it has to be shared like yes, which is the point of art right and, and it's it, to it, share that doesn't mean that a song is a song i don't think anything is ever finished ever right no matter what oh okay. um, nothing is ever finished so you really feel you can go back to a song and add to it or redo it uh yeah everything is everything is continually growing in just in life but, but we'll, don't you ever we'll experience talk about music yeah but don't you ever experience like i find that a lot of times when i've gone back to something too much i start to ruin like the essence of it like the original you know you goal can. you definitely can 100%. of what i was trying to do in, in my case is mostly drawing i would use the i mean you enjoy live music mm-hmm. um you're a very musical guy You've seen a band play a song live, I'm sure, and it's one of your favorite songs, and they play it differently live than they do on the album. Right. And a lot of people are really turned off by that, which mm. I never understood, because as a musician... The people at the concert or the people at home? Because I feel like the people at the concert, that's what they're there to hear. That's what I'm there to hear is the... Some people are, but some the, people aren't. No, yeah. I'm not. I I, I want to hear the, the studio version. 
So you want to hear the studio version, but on stage. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. But But what if it's better? Yeah, what if it is? It's not always. Because, but, but what if it's I, better? Because I'm not there to look. What I'm, what I'm there is to to go along with the song that I already know to like sing along or whatever. Be, right. And and, and and most people are. For that, the that's that's that, why cover bands make ten times more than right. And bands. that's what I like huh. about seeing a band is seeing that uh, I'm okay when it's different, right? Because it is a live show, and and I and I expect there to be a stage presence, and I expect mm-hmm. there to be things like that, a yeah. show, right? Yeah, definitely. But really, the main reason I go to concerts is for the energy of the concert, right? I like to feel the sound waves hitting me. I like to feel the crowd. I like to be in there, and which is really weird because I really hate close quarters and I really hate people. Mm-hmm. So it's a very strange, like, <laughs> yeah, but That's dichotomy. a beautiful thing about a mosh pit because you can push people around. But exactly. And people are smaller than you, Zach. So, it's, I mean, I would really use that if I was you, man. <laughs> well, even those who are taller, I, I, I know how to use center of gravity. I played football for six years, so I can, you know, I know how to get under people. By the way, we're doing this show to the threat of our own lives. Uh, so if you hear thunder and lightning, it isn't like some background ASMR. It's uh, it's a storm trying to kill us. I don't believe it. And we just missed just, a tornado. Just tornado. Yeah, yeah a tornado just, just not, missed us. So. <laughs> yeah, it just passed uh, passed by not too long ago. It should be moved. Should be mo- Yeah, I said hi yeah. and I said hello back. Well, it's a gay tornado. <laughs> hello, good lad. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, um, I mean tornadoes can be whoever they want. <laughs> yeah, love, I don't. Love you like. I don't judge. So okay, but but yeah, that's the reason I go to concerts is for the energy of the concert, not necessarily to watch the band because I go to uh, concerts that I don't even know the bands. Right? I, that's a very yeah, I, I mean, do that's a very valid reason. I, I do say, enjoy I say. a concert a lot when I know when I can sing along to the song, right? And I, I like mm-hmm. that and and like go moshing to the beat and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm also okay. Going to a band I never heard of just to like be in the crowd, like vibe with it. Yeah, exactly. Just to vibe, right? Yeah. Um, I went to what was it? Cannibal Corpse, right? I went to Cannibal. Yeah, yeah. I went to that. I've never listened to Cannibal Corpse or Morbid Angel songs before. I mean, I might have heard some Cannibal Corpse here and there before, right? Um, but I never really listened, right? And after that concert, I got really into them. There's bands that I've found because of concerts, like the band Hurt, um, Red, just a bunch of different, like... Well, that's what I missed, too. Like, especially when I was a teenager, there was a lot of, like, local music fests. And that that was, like, a main reason to get out. Like, especially when I was in high school. Yeah. And I part of my high school was spent uh, out in the sticks, like, in Woodstock. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do, man, back then, in the 90s and stuff. Because, you know, there's been really... We weren't attached to cell phones. I mean, even really, in we had t- internet, but we didn't. You know what I mean? Like every, every day was like, where are we going? You know, and it didn't matter where. Just get out and do something. Yeah, even in the late two thousands, there wasn't much to do in a rural area. So I yeah. feel you there. There was luckily there was a guy at my school who liked to organize local concerts, and he would get people from all around um, around the area, right, from different towns and I stuff, and, and stuff. bring them together. I miss and it. We yeah. would have we would have concerts at the town hall. And they were like rock concerts. They were great. They were shitty local bands, but they were fun. Yeah. But so okay. So, but with metalworking, do you ever have you for being a metalworker and a musician? Is that ever? Do they ever shake hands in any way? Do you ever um, do like stage setups or anything like that? The more I do things in my life, the more I find that absolutely all of them are completely intertwined yeah. and intrinsically I would think so. connected to each other. Um, there is yes, uh, not so much the music aspect of it. But uh, something from my musical background that has affected everything I do, welding, obviously, uh, the castle stuff, is the amount of time I spent with a metronome. 
I have a far better sense of uh, tempo and rhythm than most people because I'm a bass player and I was technically classically trained. I spent a lot of time practicing with a metronome. And for the record, I totally suck at it as a musician. Um, I mean, I'm pretty good. Well, that's always going to be your judgment. I mean, like, but, well, no, my I, metronome was the dictionary. I read the dictionary for yeah. fun because I wanted to be a wordsmith. So I totally get your mentality yeah. when you say that. Um, but, I I mean, if I was being completely constructively critical of myself, one of my weakest points now, because I play so much less music as I did at one point, like when I was going to college for music and I was doing it eight hours a day or whatever I was, um, my rhythm has suffered the most. But all that to say um, that understanding that rhythm and understanding how your perception of that rhythm or tempo, which are not interchangeable, but people use them interchangeably, mm-hmm. um, are affected by adrenaline and our perspective on what's happening. In yeah, the how do you hold that? That's always been really interesting to me because I've tried to get into playing a guitar many times in my life because I love any instrument. That's just why I have a keyboard in my basement, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm always trying to train myself, but I always feel like I'm starting. For some reason, I don't have the same drive <laughs> yeah. like I do with singing, right? Like singing is for me is like riding a bike or riding a horse. I can I can look at it different levels of skill, right, and apply what I need to. But with an instrument, it's like I'm always starting at the beginning. Like I forget I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's not as important to me for some reason. I don't. I, I've never known why. But when did you start? So you, have you always been playing a bass? Is that something your parents put in your hands, or how'd you get into that? Uh well, my best friend's father was a bass player. Guy, I've I've known him. I went to school with him at the private school. His mother was actually the music teacher. Father was a teacher at uh, Elmhurst College, which is where I went for one semester. So this school that you went to, man, had a big impact on your life. Oh, yeah, massive. Um, but at his first birthday party, there we were playing some. It was some, you know, children. It's a game you play at a first first grade birthday party. Yeah, like a, yeah. pin the tail on the donkey. But there, well, there it was yeah. something. I don't really remember what it was. But basically, one person would leave the room. The people remaining in the room would discuss something. Blah blah. blah. The person would come back, and you try to guess whatever they guessed. Okay. About you, or something, and. So when he went to the other room, his dad was in there, you know, just like doodling around the base. So you can't hear, you know, just kind of talking to you. Oh, yeah. What's up? Uh-huh. I remember just being like, oh, my God, I'm so freaking cool. <laughs> and then that was. Young Cyrus is a summer, southern drawl. <laughs> oh, yes. Worked that out at that school, too, man. Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, they make Terminators over there. Uh, music was very important there. Arts were very heavily focused on. So you would you would start playing pentatonic flute in first grade, and then in second grade, third grade you would start on recorder. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't just the soprano recorder. You'd start on soprano, but we had a full recorder ensemble. So I, I think that is so important. Soprano arts for learning, man. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it. I'm sorry, I'm derailing myself here. So then, third grade you would play viola or violin. Fourth grade you start orchestra Whoa, and you pick so a cool. different instrument. And so that's when I was like, bass. I'm all about the bass. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started playing bass. And here I am. See, I think it's important. I, I one of my favorite books, uh, and I bought it because it is an art book. It's called Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain. And maybe I've mentioned it before, but the first chapter of that book is something everybody should read because the author touches on something that is either missed or just forgotten when it comes to like education. And that is how important music, 
uh, and art in general is to building your imagination because that's what you need to sort of cognitively unravel things, right? To understand the world around you. That's that's really what art does. It, it sort of like helps your brain fill the gaps, gets your gets your cogs moving. Yeah. And I, I'm saying I'm murdering the way she puts it is so much better. But look look that up. You know, if you're listening, reading on or drawing on the right side of the brain, I recommend that to you guys as well. You should definitely read it. Just that first chapter. Yeah, no matter just if you don't draw. Chapter one. Dude, I, <laughs> she, if she put that into a mini, like, you know, coffee table book, that she'd be make that'd be gold, man. Yeah, no, I think it's important to, to view the world in an artistic way, for yeah. sure. At least it is to me. I mean, I see the, I always have like, uh, internal monologues or visions, if you will, of just like, so like someone will like give an example or something. And I, I I'm a very visual person. So I'll see that, like, you know, that mm-hmm. story and, it, 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 and sometimes it, it plays faster. out in it like a cartoonist better. way yeah. you know it's really weird no i get but, that I, I totally but, I, get but that. I enjoy it it makes a, the the world a lot more entertaining for sure it's you know the interesting thing to me too about music because i was thinking about this the other day was how you know like what is so different between humans and the other animals the other creatures on this planet we think like right away your brain's like oh well there's a lot different you know we speak english and we drive cars it's like okay but yeah that's yeah that's not really what diff, the biggest difference in my opinion between us and say like a monkey or a squirrel is music right that's what we add that's the one thing that they don't make that they you know that isn't that doesn't go beyond communication for them like it does for us yeah and we can use it to communicate with them which is even more trippy to me and I know I always I always end up sounding like a hippie on this show but it, for real dude that blows what my do you mind. mean we can communicate yeah, I don't know with the animals. ideal is but yeah, right. that's all I'm missing, man. I just need my like, you know, my deadhead beads and shit. Yeah. What do you mean you can communicate with animals with music? Well, like you ever see the, you know, like one popular video is a guy who plays a piano for elephants at this, uh, this uh, what do they call it? Not a reserve. It's like a reserve, but it's like a, like a safe place for right. these elephants to live, right? Like rescued elephants in Africa, and he just rolls out this piano and starts playing it and they'll come to listen and they'll even wave or they'll you know lower and raise their trunks really and they're clearly enjoying it for its artistic value they you know they're not asking for anything they're just there to listen and there you could there's you can google this stuff or youtube it. i mean there's cows cats dogs there's a guy who's famous on tiktok for playing to his his dog you know, and it looks like he's playing to his girlfriend because his dog is just so into it. <laughs> no, it does. Like, it has that vibe. It's weird. And it's a female dog. So, it's, it just, you know what I mean? Like, it, it it's really interesting. It's I, something that they can appreciate. I do appreciate. Feel like the dog at my house um, gets very anxious whenever I play metal music. Like, I can see it. Like I he, can't believe you do that to Sparky, man. <laughs> his brain is already like a, like a dewired metal concert, man. It's just like the lighting is off, the sound is off. I don't think it's off. It's flickering. It's yeah. flickering, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's not. We <laughs> sit in powered, like, efficiently. But he, I can see the anxiety welling up in him. <laughs> and then he just, like, submits to it and lays down. He's like, I don't even know what to do anymore. So at some point, Cyrus, you decided to, what, start a band or join one? I mean, when did your playing become so good that you're like, you know what, I got to I gotta share this shit? Well, good is a relative term. Um, eighth grade, I think, we started our first band. Uh, I was playing bass. That... My, my buddy Eric uh, was rocking the keys. We had another guy who went to school with us who we don't really talk to anymore. Unfortunately, he moved out to the East Coast. Um, 
we occasionally talk. It's not like we're on bad terms or anything, but we just, you know. Sure, sure. P- you grow apart from people life. you go to middle school with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people change, man. Some people don't. You do, you know. But he, he was rocking the um, the guitars, sang a little bit. We all sing. Chorus was another thing. You were in chorus from fucking. Oh, yeah. I didn't know grade. you sang. Um, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm Have not. I ever heard you singing on your. Uh, so, the ba- by the way, the band's name is Blood, Blood Red, Red Boots. Blood Red Boots is the current endeavor. Um, Check them out on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to music. Uh, but Blood Red Boots is actually a very different incarnation of music to me than, well, I was going to say. Do that, you mean that's like, is that a style of music you enjoy playing or would you rather be well, playing I don't. It's else? not that I don't enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it, obviously. I've been doing it for almost 10 years well, now. Well, okay, maybe how about prefer? But it is, it, it was, when I, when I joined it, it was definitely a... A step out on a limb for me, mm. uh, and it, it made me grow. Why did you start with jazz or something? Being a bass player, usually it seems like they have a jazz background. Uh, I somewhere. mean, I was a pretty big, come like eighth grade, early high school. I was a pretty big metalhead, uh. and I listened to a lot of stuff. But I was, uh, you know, I was I was in eighth grade. You know, Led Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, okay. Metallica, sure. Iron okay. Maiden. You know, all the usual suspects. I was, you know, I, I loved that. I loved older music. Um, and I was very into the, the Beatles. Good music. The Beatles, yes, 100%, were my number one band growing up. I really need in, to give the Beatles another shot because I haven't listened to them since I was like a kid and I didn't uh, like that because maybe my, my child ears were just too dumb. They, 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 I'll yeah. try to sell it to you from my point of view. What's amazing, if, if that's the right word about the Beatles, is that they take the simplest sounds, like the simplest chords, and they make them completely unforgettable. I mean, they yeah. basically invented commercial music, if you want to think of it that way. I mean, yeah. yeah, sure, they had commercial music before them, but listen to stuff that they used on radio commercials from like the 40s and 50s and the 30s. Oh, they're way better. No, it's terrible. No, it's, it's like terrible. all like classy, smooth jazz almost. Like You couldn't so whistle one. Hang on, hang on. Classy, you couldn't whistle smooth one. jazz? You know, I don't know. Okay, my turn. It may have been smooth. It may have been jazz, but it was not smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> what okay terms music well smooth dumb, jazz is a right. thing i think right. i'm detecting, I'm detecting okay. a jazz snob i think i think i don't finding. know anything no not you okay <laughs> um no I, I am not a jazz snob but i was um when i was going to elmhurst for one semester uh for I, summer i was a jazz major oh. um that was my thing it was a little too the, there's just a lot of reasons it didn't work out. Oh man, it's, but you just tripped on a story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the the main reason was there was just a lot going What's on. What's her my name? Life. <laughs> See, Mark Mark knows his shit. The man, the man's um, brain only trips on women and war. That's it, man. Violence well, and women. <laughs> Everything the, else comes out <laughs> like melted butter. Yeah, but the biggest no, the the biggest thing that stopped me from that was that i was paying well it was ridiculously expensive and i'm a very at critical thinking was taught to me from a very young age so i was looking at this equation where Mm. i was going to work my butt off i was at the time working at the castle i had just started because i just turned 18 graduate high school and i was making ten dollars an hour and i would work pretty much seven days a week any weekday we were doing matinees and I was a music major. So that means I had eight AMs, five days a week, music theory. It meant that I was there late every single day because I had rehearsals and it meant that I would I would sometimes I would 
wake up. Late to school or go late to, to class, work? Late as in I was just up late. Yeah. I would, mm. I would go to class my 8 a.m., usually sleeping in the parking lot. I would go to class, take my one-hour music theory class, drive two medieval times, do a matinee, drive back, take my day classes, drive back to medieval times, do a night show, drive back to school, do rehearsals and stuff. And oh then I would gosh. usually go home, do homework, do whatever I had to do, uh, get caught up in drama with a girl. Yeah. Uh, whatever, until about four in the morning, drive back to school, sleep in the parking lot for a few hours. I had my, my blanket and my alarm clock. The alarm clock would go off, <laughs> stumble into class Those looking like days. hell. And I did it for a semester. But at the end of that semester, you know, I really had to look at what what am I doing? And is yeah. this bringing me joy? And is it worth paying $30,000 a semester for? And the answer was screaming at me from every direction unequivocally, no. You hit the it, 75% It was absolutely not worth. Your education. Well, well, yeah. And it was, you know, again, you know, your first semester, I'm paying this. I'm, I'm taking a lot of, like, English classes. The musical side of it was fantastic. I was working with brilliant musicians. Yeah. Uh, I grew as a, immensely as a musician. It was, I loved it. But just the equation wasn't there, and it was going to block me from advancing my career at medieval times. Um, ooh, can we say that word? Can we say medieval? Yeah, times? yeah you actually, uh, you can talk about all you want. Okay. Yeah, uh, um, we didn't want to make. Uh, so we've had other people on here from that work at medieval times, mm. and actually, everybody in this room either say, still does or has. I think everyone so. who's been on this podcast has worked at medieval times at yeah. some point. Uh, which is interesting, actually. Uh, it's, you know, well, it's yeah, a family podcast of medieval times. No, don't say that. They won't like that. <laughs> 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 I, don't have, I don't care, but yeah. No, well, actually, I, there's, well, all right, that's another story. Now I'm tripping. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? No, <laughs> yeah. no, what's the violence? <laughs> no, what's the violence, right. But uh, no, what I was going to say is that it's, uh, it is an interest. It's an extremely interesting job. So it's totally fine if you want to talk. I mean, that's what that's next. I mean, the next. I mean, I, I love talking about it, but I, quite frankly, have spent Who eleven hours about work. Right? Eleven yeah. hours there today and yesterday and all week. So I'd, I'd rather talk sure, about sure. other stuff. No, right that's now. okay. I'd, I'm actually well. <laughs> This is probably like the point in every almost all of our episodes where we kind of switch to like philosophy anyway, because we're always, you know, that's that's what we really want to know. I feel like about yeah, the world and how the people. mind works, right? How how you think of the world, what what. So we can go back to the how you see the universe question. I like Ooh, how the, he looks worried now. That that, no, that turns me. On. I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> there was a point of telling that story about college because I was trying to get at something, and I was like. What was the point we were trying to make there? Well, no, well, you, you did talk about, look, it, it comes up all the time in life for everybody is your satisfaction, right? Especially if you, if you have an IQ of 80 and you think about your life and what goes on, if you have introspective in any way. But did you feel, I mean, looking back at that now, did you get everything you wanted to get out of it? Or did you get, you know, was it, was it worth it? I mean, I mean it's an unfair question because how much you can, can how can we argue that? I mean, maybe, I, I think but, that it was part of what made me who I am today. Yes, right. I will say, yeah, here's why it was worth it. If not for any of the things that made me a better musician or realizing that there are systematic problems. Well, you with, still obtained an education. Whatever. Well, the you biggest, got, the number one thing I got out of that, and this is going to sound kind of sappy, is that I met my guitar player. Okay. He was in That's my music theory reason, class, man. and I knew he was a guitar player. We were just kind of forming up the band at the time. Oh, that's what we were doing. We were going through the history of bands. Yeah. Well, um, of you and how yeah. you got into that. Yeah. And, um, right, because... You said jazz snob. And then I was <laughs> down, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Trigger. Um, 
Well, it just makes me think. I was like, oh, jazz knobs. Ooh, I knew some of those. Um, (laughs) When you made it. (laughs) I've only known one person in my life who was not only an excellent jazz musician, but was not snobby about it at all. I mean, he was was just so cool. The guy just threw parties, and he had his own band, and they played really good jazz. And they were kind of like popular in Chicago. I don't know if they still are. But I never, he never, I mean, he was just so such an easygoing dude. Yeah, anyway. they're, they're few and far between. I guess so. I guess I got lucky because he was a cool dude. Um, I mean, there's a lot of cool dudes. I mean, you want to have good parties, definitely. Oh, this guy's <laughs> just some good parties. We could do a podcast on this guy's parties, man. Some crazy <laughs> shit happened at these parties. But like on a really classy, like, eyes wide <laughs> shut level. You know what I mean? No, no, I got you. Shoot down, but it was classy. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> but I, like... I no, wish you all could see the face Zach is making right now. It's pretty fantastic. Well, it was like, you know, cocaine off naked bodies, but it was hygienic, man. It was but it was, like, but they, yeah, they were clean. <laughs> they were clean nice naked bodies. And there was, you know, there were dudes in coattails with like fucking trays and shit, like butlers and stuff. All right, all right. That I was think, nice. No, sounds good. That. Yeah, sounds like a, it oh, does guy, sound classy. I won't give out his name because I don't want to get like, you know, an email or a phone call like, hey, dude, what are you doing this weekend? But no, he, he threw great parties. That's when I worked <laughs> in plastic surgery. He's an uh, anesthesiologist. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. into it. Do I mean, not anesthesia. I actually hate needles. But like, <laughs> knock my ass. One of my favorite basils of all time, generic, but anesthesia pulling teeth. Anesthesia Clifford. pulling teeth. Yeah. What is that from? Are you, you name that? Do I need to kick you right now? It's from Kill 'Em All, first Metallic album. Mm. It's called anesthesia pulling anesthesia teeth. Anesthesia parentheses pulling teeth. Oh, this is a Cliff Burton so basil. Take one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so, I'm so done, dude. Yeah. Well, you're going back in the '90s. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when I used to like blast Metallica and alone in my room and just you know oh, headbang yeah. and dance that shit. Yeah, there was a time in my life where I thought all music was garbage. Um, I didn't know that there was good music out there. I didn't know it existed. You pretentious because, little slut. No, no, no. no listen <laughs> here. So I, you know, he's, he's I grew up. Only, I'm only her- hearing uh, pop music and country music. That's all I ever knew as like a kid. I'm like. This, this pop music is gross and this country is also gross. Like, I'm like, I guess there's no good music. I was like, so I stopped listening to music for like five years. Like, I just didn't listen to music. And then I finally heard, uh, System of a Down on SNL. <laughs> and I was like, this wow. exists. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? So that's when I got into rock music and then progressed. That's really, I love when you're like, when I'm introduced to things that I like in weird or unexpected ways. Yeah. I like SNL. <laughs> like, I was like, how did that even happen? Yes. Exact. Oh, oh, oh. Well, wow. I, dude, this is, there's no visual with this show. <laughs> I was say, I was like, sure there's not. It sounds like I just got cornhole, but I was not <laughs> touched. <laughs> so, so let's talk about country music. Yeah, okay. I like, so, you know, I, like I have a nostalgia music. for 90s country now, though, just because it was always playing. Like outlaw yeah. country, like the older I mean, Waylon Wayland type what, stuff. I don't know what outlaw country means. Well, you know yeah. what it is, dude. Okay, so that's, that's like a pet peeve. I don't have pet peeves. I just have, you know what? I shouldn't call it that. It's a hatred. There's too Captain, many. Ooh, that escalated quickly. There's too many. What's well, like George Carlin? I don't have pet peeves. I have psychotic fucking hatreds, right? Gotcha. Like, there's I'm too down. many music genres. How many genres do you need to describe music? Oh, dude. Humans and love he's to a musician, I so I want to. Oh. Yeah, I want. I mean, I want to hear your point of view too, Zay. But I'm curious from all a right. musician's point of view. Uh, right. The answer is that we all argue about it just as much as everyone else does. I figured. And, I mean, th- there are. It, it's as difficult as. Like pinpointing someone's ancestry, you know, especially <laughs> like you know, you you have uh, Eastern European. Why am I descent, an example, right? man? Um, well, because you you're, I'm going to assume man. you know about your family tree. Well, and I'm looking at you right now. 
Well, my my point being, okay, um, I think I know like, what you're saying. You you can say, oh, I'm I'm half like for me, I'll say I'm mostly German and British. My ancestry is right. Yeah, but I just punched my microphone. So okay, it's got a rumble cage. That just makes it real. So yeah, it's, it's the emotion, man. <laughs> uh, but re- in reality, the part of Germany that most of my German quote unquote blood is from is actually in Poland now because at one point there was a little bit of an issue in that part of the world and they <laughs> and they redrew a bunch of maps. Little historical um, road bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, great war, world war, the end all wars, you know, world war II, you know, it's, it's a little, a little mishap, you know. There was, there was some stuff that went down. At any rate, it ended with some lines getting redrawn. So, I mean, I'm German, right? They were German So what does it mean you have, do you have, like, former or living Nazis in your family? No, 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 that's not at all I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the town that my German family is from is now technically in Poland. So, so do I have Polish, Polish ancestry or do I have German uh, ancestry, right? The answer is who cares? The lines have been redrawn a million times, but yeah. you can get down. The more you want to get down and break it apart, you can keep trying to make order of this so thing, which the is comparison. in the end art, which is completely unquantifiable. And it's just our strange little human obsession with order, trying to give names and labels to everything mm. to make us feel really. Good. You think it's you think art, you think art is scientific. Because I feel like no, science I think it's does not. That. I think that's why it's so hard to put genres, and why mm. there are so many genres. Because no, you want to say, well, art. well, this is this is old uh, country. Well, is it classic country? I mean, is it Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash? They're very different. But See, they're I both classic I would, old country. Right? I would I would never call Johnny Cash country though, because it, it had like a whole. Well, you're wrong, but continue. I'm wrong. What are you? We're just saying that it's it's uh, up to the the eye of the beholder just now. Well, exactly. But yes. yeah, but like during when he was playing, it wasn't considered country. Wait a minute, though. What would you call it then? It was, what was it? It was like, I can't remember what it was called. It was like a rock, though, pretty much. Like, mm. Well, was, I mean, no, I mean, a lot of his music is, he has a lot of songs that he that he did. Mm. And he played with a lot of different other musicians and songwriters right. and singers. And he did a lot of rock music. Right. But, I mean, would you disagree that he is a country music star? I mean, Yeah. I would never, so I would where, never, in my head, is he? he is not country music. Because country music to me is like... Uh, so you look at him as a rock star, then? Yeah, he he's more, but like you know, like uh, I oh, I mean, like so El- Elvis had right? a lot of country yeah, like, songs, uh, but, but he's Elvis not is, a country uh, music yeah, star. No, he's a he, rock he's, star. He's a rock. That yeah, kind of hard rock, rock music. whatever. Yeah, whatever you would call that. Yeah. Right. That's the kind of rock that it is. It's rock not like rock, rock and just rock. Yeah, that, that's how I look at it. Like even heavy metal to me is just rock and roll. But I mean, I break things down to their simplest I mean, definition you, you, you built things into the most the biggest nebulous cloud yeah sense. i want i right. want as much encompassed in like you know in one category. category that way I you guess. can't be wrong maybe to yeah, me, <laughs> to me thought of that way that would be like I, I the way i used to look at things if you'd ask me when i was going to elmhurst well what what are the music genres i would say there's classical jazz and pop yeah and that's it and then of course there's well what about the hungarian throat singing yes that's a thing too but in terms yeah, of what's in our, broken down? our scope of view, I would yeah. call it pop music because yeah. it's what's popular. That's right. what pop stands for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, ultimately, classical, jazz, or pop. Those are the kind of the three the three things. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like even rock and roll It's pop music. It's well, actually, I was going to say to me, because of the way it progresses too, wouldn't it wouldn't it be like a mix of classic and jazz? I mean like like Mizorsky to me is like the first metal song, right? Like Night on Bald Mountain, or you get even like symphonic metal, and who like combine metal elements and a classical like orchestra type. 
Well, I get yeah. So I so, guess what I'm saying in my mind, maybe I'm wrong, but in my mind, I always thought like the origin of rock and therefore heavy metal is kind of a classic and jazz mix. Well, I, mean, I think first off, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I was uh, obviously joking around with Zach earlier, but yeah. like, again, it's humans trying to quantify art, which. Hmm. You, which I guess is Which important, is, but it's it really makes funny. Money, so you have to try so, like, and modify right. it. Right? iTunes, when you like put your music into it, will automatically label it as a genre, and I've like it's disagreed with it all the time. I've yeah. never once agreed that like, uh, well, it said disturb was like heavy metal. I'm like, that's just like it's not heavy it's metal. metal. Yeah, exactly. By most it's, people's or, standards, it's new metal. New metal. NU. Is it any? Oh, it's new the metal. NU, new, not new the metal. other new metal. It's NU metal. New oh, metal. It's not right. New York. I don't even know what the fuck that means. So, yeah, um, I guess it triggers me a little bit. Like, I looked it up on Wiki once because I'm like, how many fucking metal genres oh, are there? God. And there were just <laughs> columns. Oh, it was just, yeah, it was just was columns. Just, I'm like, what is like all an, this uh, shit? I don't even know what all this map. is. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. even just if you look at a tiny, if you pull up my playlist that is folk metal, you're going to see symphonic what people yeah. would consider symphonic metal is yeah. it viking metal or is it warrior metal? that's the first thing that yeah, came to right. mind was viking metal like, i don't know why folk metal like viking metal warrior metal all these you know, <laughs> warrior whatever metal. all this stuff yeah you know that we use and yeah like am i gonna say oh teresa's is a different genre than tear yeah they're two completely different sounds to just call them both viking metal is kind of weird yeah, but like, they just have a different style. I mean, they they yeah. they, they do still what is trade like a similar. I thought I well I I, don't know, I, I mean see. and and okay going off of that we kind of I think a lot of what we break music down with is uh, lyrical content, which is why mm. I would just call all of well, that. That pop. is true. It's so like I fucked bitches. I drank some tequila, mead, beer, whatever it is. You know, which is important. Like. I mean, I agree. No, I agree no, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I think about that often, actually. Even when I'm just listening to music, it's uh, what am I really enjoying? Am I enjoying the message, like the lyrics, or am I just enjoying what's being played? Mm -hmm. And, of course, it changes uh, sometimes not just by band or genre, but by the, the song itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have a you problem or even with the mood understanding in. Right? lyrics. Yeah. I, can't, I can never understand lyrics and Lyrics songs. are the least important part of a song. See, I, I like to I like very sing along, but opinion. I think of myself as a singer, so that's why I disagree. Well, I, I, well no, 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 no. You, here's why. I'm about to throw a bunch of my theories on you right here. I'm ready. I want here's to hear why this. people think lyrics are the most important important part of a song. It's because they associate with them the most. Well, yeah, then, but that's a that's a valid. But you still reason. don't know the lyrics of your favorite songs. Well, you might sure I do. because you've learned why to sing them. I? But if you hear a song, there's a very good chance you won't know other than the hook. You don't know the lyrics. So right? you're well. Well, you're you're talking about like the chorus, right? Most people only remember like the chorus yeah. of a, like popular songs. We all live sometimes in they get a yellow wrong. submarine. Yeah. yeah okay. But, now sing the second verse. Well, I, that's not a song that I even like. So it's <laughs> not but, a good example. Wait, no, you get. <laughs> I get your point. But it's a song that a lot of people do like. You can sing that chorus to anyone, and anyone's like, "Oh yeah, I can uh, sing the Beatles." That. Like you mean they'll know the band or the, the they, yeah. they recognize it, but they don't know the words. Well, my, my point. So being, why? Okay, but why does that? But where is the argument? I still don't see the argument for why that's less important than the the rest of the structure of the song. Because you don't give a shit about the words. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Sure, you do. You think but, you do because you understand the words. You don't understand that's and that's what makes a great musician to me is when they can. It's like a like riding horses when you can speak a language to someone in a language they don't know and have them understand. 
that's what makes it great. Okay, so there's a band called Warjuna, right? And Warjuna, they they do a lot of Viking, like, uh, tr- I don't know if it's traditional in the sense because we don't really have any, like, written music of traditional Viking time music, right? But he is heavily influenced by uh, traditional instruments and uses that and uses, uh, like, the poetic Edda and he, he sings from it and he sings from other, like, so he tries inspirated things. Close, so he, try, he, he tries, yes, and he tries to, like, uh, portray his meaning through it. He thinks that you lose a lot by not understanding what he's saying because he's speaking in, I don't know if it's Norwegian or what, but it's a, it's a Norse language, right? But a lot of people resonate and connect with his music who don't understand it. And I, I definitely totally do. I that. definitely can feel the emotion and feel like, even though I have no idea what he's saying, and maybe I'm misinterpreting it because maybe he's singing about it, it, whatever some some other other obscene thing where where he's actually singing about the beauty of the world and the nature and mm-hmm. trees and everything and how everything's connected through well one universe or whatever right well yeah i mean there's music so even right now like there's a lot of there's two types of like i call foreign music that i enjoy there's some that i learn the lyrics to because i enjoy it that much and i may still in some in most cases i still don't know what i'm saying like i'll i know ramstein mm. lyrics or something right right but well, then there's like other foreign songs I listen to that I really enjoy, but I never, I have no idea what they're saying, and I don't bother to learn the lyrics. I just like the sound of it, yeah. right? But in to me, that just meshes together. I don't, I don't see a division. There's no division for me there, as far as like my interest in what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? I just, but you, maybe I just break it down to like you know really simple. Like I said, I have one genre. It's rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Uh, I, I view lyrics as just an or the singer as just another instrument. Right. Yeah, yeah that's I can't how I see it too. Actually, what a guitar yeah. is saying. Yeah, but I can feel, you know, what it's what it's speaking out. Well, I, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And to that's kind of to my point mm. is that I feel like we get lazy a lot, a lot. Well, who's I, we musicians or humans, the audience? Humans. Okay. Uh, consumers. So, of what art. is the most important part and, of the song in your opinion? Then? Uh, I mean, the part that conveys the message that the person wanted to. Get out. But the lyrics don't play a part in that. The they play singing a part in that. No, they do. Okay, but it's kind of like uh, Zach was saying. Um, like people don't like people don't like things they don't know. People like predictability. Well, and that's, that's why like a pretty general thing, though, right? It, I mean, well, it is. But uh, for instance, like Blood Red Boots, for a lot of the high paying gigs, like uh, uh, that one bar that you were going to come see us up that one time. <laughs> That's another story. God said nay. Well, but at, at gigs like that, where you're playing at a bar for three, two, three hours, depending on the set, not the bar, whatever. But you can literally double your payout from the bar if you learn three or four cover songs and throw them in there. Yes, that's something I'm interested wow. to know about too because yeah. like for someone like me who I would love to find a band, right, yeah. to sing for them, it's like I thought about that. Like, do, should I just join a cover band? Because I mean, I have I actually have my own songs that I've written, and I know in my head what the what the a company would be would sound like. Because you know, I sing it all the time. But most of the songs in my head are not mine, right? They're other yeah. songs I've heard wherever oh, yeah. I heard them. I, I hate cover bands. I can't Why? stand them. Everyone hates cover bands. No, I, I would I never pay money to see one. They're good. Some of them are really good. I wouldn't. The, the only, only ones I would is like a mock one, like uh, Mactalica, right? Who are but that they're all like that. That they all have some fucked up well, mock name. And there are all... some like uh, I really enjoy American English. 
because I'm a huge Beatles fan. I was gonna say I feel they, like that's a little unfair because some guys cover bands are built. I'm not saying there's a lot bad. of good musicians, good singers, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to hear someone else's rendition of a of a song. I hate remixes too. Like I can't stand. Well, here. that's isn't that that's big difference, isn't there, between a cover and a remix? That's a huge well, difference. No, re- regardless, is what I'm saying is that I don't want to hear someone else's rendition of a song. I don't want to hear someone's cover of a song. I don't so want to hear Carol's Whisper you, by Caesar. So, every time you came out to listen to me at karaoke, it was a. I never an listened. Act of pity. I never listened. To, oh, you're your regular karaoke. Yeah, I went there because that that is a social contract. We are friends, so I must go support my friend. I don't, I, and I, and I don't want oh, you to. It sounds happy. like I owe him. I got <laughs> no, I, 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 I owe you. Sorry, no, you got okay, a listen, pizza. Listen, He's listen. fine. So friends, okay. friends are, are tools and people are tools, but you make me feel good and I make you feel good as in a friendship. That, that is a tool for jo- enjoying life. Dude, I'm a three year old and you just gave me a Lego it. set. You gotta unpack this shit step, step <laughs> by step. Like, what do you mean? Wait, like, you we're couldn't tools? build your own Lego sets when you were Everything is a tool. dumb. Everything in your life is a tool, right? If you use it in any way. Okay. Okay, right? I, guess, I think, and, I and I think you need to treat your tools with respect, for, so that they can provide you with better outcomes in life. But to think of everything as as, as tools kind of puts you in sort of an authoritative position, right? You always yeah, I'm authoritative of my own, in life. His own life. Yeah, but you is. look down at all your tools, right? I mean, no, no you don't. No. How, when is a wrench on the same level of respect as you? Because you are also human, right? You're 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 one of me. In that still sense. sounds very egotistical. Well, okay, hang on, hang on. What if it's not a wrench? What if it's a freaking one million dollar auto CNC? Oh, that 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 yeah, yeah, that makes it simple. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like you're gonna be set as a tool. We're lost in analogy. I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so let's instead of breaking it down. So okay, so French friends are tools. What do you do with those tools? Do you use them to? To either make yourself feel better in life and happiness, you help they help you move, you help them move. It's a give and take. It's a it's a tool symbiotic relationship. Oh, yeah, okay, I think I hear what you're saying. So you're kind of like trapped in the the working like the, the machinations of a clock or something, right? And you don't want to get destroyed by all the turning cogs. So you you learn to use what's available around you. That's sort of yeah. That, 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 that that's a that's a way to explain it for sure. Yeah, that wasn't a good one, but that's how my brain. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Don't hurt me. <laughs> I can't promise you anything. <laughs> I don't know why I said just this. Stay out so. of arms reach. I don't even remember how we, we were, got here. We got to from music. Oh, um, I just, all I know is I hate covers. That's what I well, somehow most got people. That's what it was. Most people do quote unquote hate covers. They want to hear what they, what they no. know. Yeah. I don't want to hear something hear different. Well, yeah, but well, that's contradicts the, what he just the said. The fourteen drunk twenty-three-year-olds at the bar just want an excuse to go shake their ass, and they want to know a song that they know. God to bless. Go but I, but I'm, I've never been one of those. God, no, bless you're not twenty-three-year-old girls, Zach. <laughs> nor do you shake your ass. At least not that I've seen. But um, no, he described his ballet moves <laughs> earlier. <laughs> we were talking about uh, uh, t- disrobing and. It, in front of my closet or behind above my when closet. When he's alone, not when I'm like, right? not like we did it together. <laughs> no. yeah, whatever. And in front of, I have changed in the same room as both of you. Right. Many times. So I, I, when I take my shirt off, sometimes my knuckles will hit the fan because I'm a tall person. Right. Uh, and it is not very far from my head, the fan. Uh, so I have to bend in a very elegant way to take my shirt <laughs> off. 
And that is the ballet movement of uh, swaying his arms out of the way. Yeah, pretty much. Just I, the, I have the destroyed curve. several uh, ceiling fans in my life, and I'm not. It's not. I mean, who gives a shit? But it's just. It's like the. It's like it's a, a way to prove how dumb. Like there's a part of me that is just still full on stupid, and I'll I'll wake up in the morning, and I don't know how I haven't ruined the the one in my room now, but I'll wake up and I'll just simply stretch and just destroy my hand for the day. And that's usually like it's fast right now. Have you have you ever cut yourself with Uh, a fan? Oh yeah, I've cut up my knuckles, my hands, everything. Just like you know, you know, everybody. I feel like everybody has something they do that is just stupid that they repeat. For me, you know what I mean. uh, So if you go into my bathroom, the toilet is like against the wall, directly to the left, and over it, I've got like a big kind of IKEA wire rack thing. It's got Mm -hmm. two speakers on it that are hooked up to the stereo. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, various. You know, accoutrement to get my day mm-hmm. going and keep my body oh, looking and French smelling wonderful. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Ah. That's what I do at the bathroom. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But at any rate, so the thing I always do is I'll, I'll, it's a sliding door and I'll kind of close it partially uh, when I sleep because otherwise the light comes in the windows and it's white tile so it reflects all mm. over the place. But at least once a week in the morning, I'll get up and when I go through that, I'll just nail. This wire rack, which brings everything tumbling down in my like half sleepiness. I'm like, like you know, she'll shoulder everything's falling. Yeah. yeah, and all the time I'm like, wow, I'm so dumb. I'm almost thirty. Yeah, like years you know old. it's I there. Can't, I can't shoulder check this giant rack that is in the same place it's been. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Morning, I stumble through this doorway every freaking morning. Yeah, but still, at least once a week, I it wakes you up. That is true. (laughs) Nothing like a big speaker falling on your foot to wake you up. Mm. Uh, I have fucked up my feet in so many stupid ways. It's unreal. It's almost like I'm really convinced at this point that I don't care about them. And I don't know why. They're very important to me. I'm very good at avoiding danger with my toes I, I i guess my toes are just long enough where i can curl them underneath and that's impressive because you have big feet i i do uh i once i threw a sword into the sand and i missed the sand and hit my foot <laughs> and i curled my toes back just in time One not time to go through camp. and it went right through the boot but not through my toes because i curled them back oh man i did I that was, in construction i jumped ooh. off a fucking pillar like you know for a highway bridge like a span bridge they were you know, just con- okay. like, just constructing it, and I was doing like you know a quality check for placement and elevation, and that's like a big no no. There's no jumping or running in construction sites, right? You're a <laughs> fucking idiot if you do that. So I'm just like oh, I'm so cool, and I'm in full gear too, which is another dumb thing. Ugh. And all the shit weighing me down, like you know, like forty pounds of stuff. Yeah. On me. yeah. And I jump. All I jumped was like five feet, right? But that felt like ten. <laughs> and there was a nail, a literal nine inch nail sticking straight up. It went right between my toes. No. Man. It ju- and it went, like through my boot. It was a steel toed boot. I was gonna say, do you have steel toes? And it went through. Yeah, it just pierced, sh- kebabed it, dude. <sighs> missed me, man. Missed me. Dang. Close call. I know. That was one. uh when I finally got hired back, I, I went back to the castle a little earlier than a lot of people because they needed someone to work in stables. So oh, you I, mean like in this pandemic? Yeah, after pandemic. the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, so they shipped off some guys who were working there to Arizona, and I went to scoop horse poop, which I did gleefully. It was awesome. But that was one of the only things that didn't take like a week to get back was I was doing something with a horse and he went to step and I just did that like automatic thing where you take your <laughs> oh, leg up like, like, a girl, nature, yeah. like a girl in a engagement photo and without even thinking. I was like, hey, oh, glad that reflex is still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I, that, I remember even mentioning something like that to New Squire. I was just like, 
don't care about you like don't worry about how you look or sound like if you have to scream or dance to get out of the fucking way yeah. or something just do it just just react let it happen naturally jump first that's ask true. questions later yeah dude i but again, oh, I, I've, I've i made that mistake. i've literally jumped and pushed off of a horse yes. just to get out of the way of a cake or some other yeah. crazy stuff absolutely yeah no they're they're big dangerous animals that you know what though i really i really actually miss caring for them i actually love that was oh one part of working yeah. the tables that i loved was well, <laughs> was caring for the horses of course yeah. what else would you yeah, love well, about that's a good thing work? right yeah <laughs> <laughs> no man i really liked staring at the wall he liked being covered in sawdust and urine <laughs> yeah that was a blast <laughs> but that's a story for another time oh my god oh the high you get <laughs> all right so um we're coming near the end of the show. I try to goof things up. I don't know if it pleases Zach or not, but it pleases me. But Cyrus, you have a pretty cool name. But I wonder, like, I wonder sometimes. I like my name, but I wonder sometimes, like, if people had a choice to rename themselves, like, what would they, what would they name themselves? So, what would if you couldn't choose Cyrus, what Man. would you be? I, I love my name. And I don't think I would change it if I could. If I had to. Yeah, it's like life or death. Let's go hypothetical. You know? I mean, the only thing that comes to mind. I've always said if I ever have a son. It's a big if. But if I ever do. Uh, he would be named after Vince Lombardi. Oh, okay. So, Sports fan. Uh, well, Vince Lombardi transcends sports a little bit, though. Well, Vince is a strong name. Anyway, it's, it's a good right? name, and also he he represents so much of what we know about modern leadership and embodying strong leadership. Um, Especially when it comes to working close with people. Working close with people. Who and is Vince Lombardi, and why is this significant? He was the Packers head coach in the 60s. Okay. Won a championship five out of seven of the seasons that he was there. Um, and the Super Bowl trophy, two of those were the first two Super Bowls. The Super Bowl trophy is the Vince Lombardi trophy. Okay, um, that's awesome. Yes, he was one of the OGs. Um, well, no, not exactly OGs. That would be... Not OG in the sense that he was one of the first coaches, but he is very much heralded as a great leader. Okay. He was one of the most accepting uh, coaches, well, in a time when, you mm. know, in the 60s, things weren't as uh, free for everyone as they are now. And he was known as being very much caring about all his players. He was focused on a goal. He was good at uniting people and... His leadership style is something that I think most leaders really try to embody, which is someone who a player or a team member, whatever it is, knows that they have their best interest at heart and also can unite people to achieve a common goal. Long story short, if I have a son, he's going to be named after him. So I suppose if uh, you held a gun to my head right now and said I had to change my name, that would probably be it. Would you be the um, Vince part or the, the Lombardi part? Uh, probably Vince. <laughs> I thought Lombardi is pretty unique. Yeah, Lombardi's cool. Lombardi is a good name, but I like I like you Vince Lombardi African? as as one name. You know, and Maybe it, they need to say it quickly, Vince Lombardi, but not like I, you know, yeah. But some people have two first names, like uh, like John John, see, or like Billy Joel. Yeah, right. I I have kind of a weird uh, peeve with well a, a psychotic hatred as <laughs> right say. goddamn right um, you do 
I I don't like names that are blatantly named at like Mm. All the people who have a daughter named Daenerys uh, <laughs> yeah. in the past five years, like, okay, cool. That's going to age really well. Yeah, you know? exactly. Now she's burning down a city or The whatever. thing is, that would have been really cool if it was, like, never, like, in a movie or yeah. a TV. I feel you, bad for like, the two people who did it because they read the books ten years ago, and they were like, oh, my gosh. This is just so cool. And they did it, and then yeah. it blew up. Because Daenerys is a nice name. It is. So, no, it so is it's unfortunate nice that it's being ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting my mind's getting lost in names now because I'm thinking about like what because I have certain names I like for women like my two favorite names for a woman are Alice or Delilah. Oh, Delilah, that's, that's a good the one. most strangely fitting. I'm not gonna pry. What do you mean? Nothing. No. Um, why, why is it? Here's fitting? a question. I gotta know this. Um, are there any names that your parents ever told you you almost became? Yes. So, uh, no. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> I was looking at my brother. What did you think of oh, your brothers? <laughs> well, okay, because, so your okay, brother. so I, I I come up with like an Eastern oh, Orthodox yeah, yeah, upbringing. Yeah. So there's like rules, right? Mm. So uh, the firstborn son has to be named after the father's father. That's why my name is Mark or Marco because my mm. grandfather was Marco. Now this after that, it's you know you know Bob's your uncle, but it, my brother was gonna. Oh no, so wait, the second your son' has, name is Bob. No, name it after the uncle. No, but my, <laughs> no, my brother's name is Peter or Petar, but his name technically the what I was told was the second son is supposed to be named after the Godfather, and our Godfather's name was Vasil, and I think that's a badass yeah, name. Yeah, that's a good fucking name. But my brother was born on Saint Peter's Day, so that trumps everything else. If you're born on a saint's day mm-hmm. right because we uh, every family has what they call slava right the saint slava which is like basically a reason to party it's like a religious reason to party so if you're born cool. on a saint's day yeah it is cool i mean if you're born on a saint's day that's your name so my brother was born on saint peter's day therefore his name is peter or peter whatever yeah but uh i like i like petar petar that's how yeah petar. you know that's a, that's a, that's a nice, lot nicer sounding than peter i think peter yeah you don't like peter very I like no peter. i don't have a problem with the name it's just a very the way we pronounce you can it is play very American. It. Yeah, it's very Eater. boring. I just don't like. I just don't think it's as interesting as Petar. Petar sounds. No, Petar sounds like he's going to invade Poland. Yeah, exactly, and that's what we white. want. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think I think names are important. I really do. I think a name oh, affects your character. You know, think, I had this conversation with someone today. Who was it? It was some stable people. Okay, and they're like, "Oh well, I don't believe in naming a kid when they're born because they don't have a personality." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you're giving the, you are literally giving them their life path." What with the that fuck name. are you going to call them? Uh, it. They oh, okay. tiny person. Hello, I am your father I, unit. I always preferred baloney loaf, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is my little baloney loaf. Isn't <laughs> that's, the, that's what they look like when like they come parents. out? You get the you know, I'm again, I'm I don't know what a baloney loaf looks like. A European like. deli, you get like you know, not oh. just the sliced up Oscar Mayer, yeah, but the way that the cuts big, into that, yeah, the big loaves of bologna. That's exactly what I think. Like, look at that baby loaf, dude. Like, I'm getting some of that, it looks so good. <laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little bit of mustard <laughs> on rye. So Zach, okay. Any name that, that you that I would change or no, that they, I could that have been you almost became. I have no idea. Was, I can't what was the runner I, up if it wasn't Zach? I'm I was named after our my parents' foster children yeah. or child that they had. So I think that's yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you have a foster sibling. I no. They they he went back to his either mother or grandmother. Um, oh, interesting. After I was born. Oh, okay. 
but he inspired your naming. Mm-hmm. So is it Zach, Zachary, Zachariah? Zachary. Zachary. Okay. Yeah. But he prefers Zakar. I do prefer Zakar. Zakar, that's what the- Zakar, dude, that dude. This sounds so cool. That's what the- That sounds the girls, like you have your own desert caravan or something. Dude, that's what the girls know? at um, Plasma Donation, they call Zakar. me that. Zakar. Where I donate plasma and they call me the Zakar. I'm like, yes, that is me. <laughs> oh, be Zakar. It's I and I is me. But uh, no, most people just call me Zach. Yeah. But if I was to change my name, I don't know. I always thought Vlad or like Vladimir is a really yeah. cool name. That is you a good have name. the look. Thank, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Actually, I don't know. When, sometimes when I look at you, all I can think of is like David Lopan, dude. Yeah. You're not a fan of this. I get it, Mr. Button. <laughs> you do. I've been practicing. You, you need to do that one year. You need That'd to do a David great, Lopan for Halloween, yeah, right? You'd yeah. be a fantastic David Lopan. I, no I one that knows what Zach looks like, just watch Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> and, and, then, and then add a little American to the Chinaman. <laughs> yeah. Just Americanize his eyes, and it's David Lopan. Yeah. So wait, we do, do you have a name that you're almost going to be, Cyrus? Is that why you brought it up? or? Uh, I do. That's not why I brought it up. I always just think it's curious. Yeah, that is, no. So I who think were you fun. almost? I was almost Dimitri. I'm very glad they did. Oh, oh that's, that's good. also that's a good, good too, name, man. though. It, it's. it's I think Cyrus is better because it's, it's. I've never heard anyone else name Cyrus, so I think well, that's that's, awesome. that's an old name. That's a biblical name, right? It's an old ass name. It's, he's the so great. So wait a minute. Are, so are your parents religious? Because Johnson, that's not. I mean, that's not like Middle European or anything, right? I mean, no, it's pretty. It's somewhat German or English, depending on where you, who you ask. Mm. Um, it came from the English side of my family. I would think so. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, it's actually kind of a boring story. My sisters, Roxanne and Nalani, and I have very unique names, uh, which mostly comes because my dad's name is Steve Johnson. And so his Mm. entire life, he has had issues with there being 4 million Steve Johnsons. And they said, well, when we have kids, they're not going to have that problem. Here are their names. Yeah. They're weird. <laughs> no, they picked cool names. <laughs> those, are good good, names. those are good names. I think those are good yeah, names. Yeah, I, I think they did a great job for all their, I mean, as with all parents, they did some stuff great, some stuff not. Uh, we all learn as we go in life, but they definitely nailed it. I think you're going to have kids one day. I, I'm i looking in my, my third eye right now. And I see little Johnsons. Little Johnsons. <laughs> He's looking That's into his eyes. Good. Whatever, man. You want to go back and make friends with middle schoolers? Ooh, no, I want my middle school self to be able to be happier. <laughs> That's all I want. I just love anytime I like pressure Zach to explain himself. It sounds like he's talking, like he's explaining what happened to a police officer. You know, like <laughs> no, it's it didn't happen that way. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I have not apologized. Like. <laughs> I didn't say you did. You just did. You said you said the word that I said. Sorry, but yes, I mean I do feel accused. That was a dramatization. <laughs> I'm still just fixated on those little Johnsons. In your little Johnson's <laughs> so now you're thinking about little Johnsons? No, I'm still thinking about Peter. <laughs> <laughs> little Peters or little Johnsons, little or just Peter, a Peter? Little Peter Johnsons. Little Peter Johnson. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun. <laughs> that's a fun little name. Oh man. If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. 
and, and have, have a metal life. life.